a feeling or belief that good things will happen in the future. This is typically how optimism is defined. Hope is attached to optimism, adding to the importance of optimism and an optimistic filter. Optimism kind of gets a bad rep by some, but I think that's because it tends to get mistaken for something that it isn't. Welcome to the Paradigm Left Podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Yee, and this is episode 17. Let's talk optimism. Right off the bat, what do you think of when you hear the word optimistic? What kind of person do you think of when you think of an optimistic person? As far as components of mindsets go, optimism ranks up there with some of the most important ingredients in any mindset. And I'm going to get into why in this episode of the Paradigm Left Podcast. I have been a pretty optimistic person most of my life without realizing that I was. I was lucky in this regard. Randomness was my friend. Even as such, I have been able to consciously work to be more optimistic in my life. And it makes a huge difference. Pretty much everything the experts say about optimism and being optimistic is true. So what are some of the things that researchers say about optimism? I'm going to be getting getting into that in a few minutes. But I think one thing that is the main culprit of misunderstanding of optimism and optimistic people is that they don't go through hard times or they don't feel those difficult and uncomfortable feelings like fear, anxiety, depression, anger, and so forth. If anything, I would argue that optimistic people and being optimistic empowers you to get more in touch with these feelings simply because you have it in the mindset that they will pass and you know you will be okay. Optimistic people tend to know that emotions and feelings are static, they're temporary, and when you experience them, even while you're inside the storm, you know you're going to come out okay. This is incredibly powerful. Knowing that you're going to be okay. Being aware of the fact that you're going to be okay even when you're inside taking punches. When you're on your knees, when you're crying, when you're shaking, having a panic attack. There's that part of you somewhere that just knows you're going to be okay. So it's okay to go through and experience those survival emotions when we create them. Believing you are going to be okay is incredibly powerful. 
When we understand emotions and feelings, we know they come and go, they change. And this is the case for all of them. All of the feelings and emotions we experience, no one's in one emotional space 24-7. We have more to do with our emotions conceptually than most of us realize or understand. And that works to help us to create more optimism in our life. And optimism is something that we can definitely add to and create more of in our life. The patterns we all exhibit in our emotional concepts are created by us. So if we want to be more optimistic in our lives, we can be. And why wouldn't we want to be more optimistic? Research shows that optimistic people heal faster than those that aren't after surgery. Optimistic people tend to get sick and ill less often than those that aren't. Optimistic people exhibit more emotional resilience and are able to get back to their baseline faster after experiencing emotional hardships and difficulty. Optimistic people work to be creative and have a problem-solving filter when they experience difficult situations and this empowers them to adjust and adapt faster than those that are not optimistic. Optimism and happiness are not the same thing. One can lead to another, but they're not the same thing. And I think that's one of the misunderstandings that gets attached to optimism and optimistic people in general. Most of the research shows that optimistic people as a whole tend to experience more happiness and joy in their life than people that are pessimistic. But optimistic people tend to cope better with life's hardships because of their mindset. And when you deconstruct everything and we examine how we reframe and respond and look at things in our lives, how we cope is critical. The coping mechanisms we have are critical because those will determine how we navigate whatever obstacles we have in front of us and they will also play a role in how we feel on the other side after going through whatever it is we went through. Optimism isn't all unicorns and fairy dust. It does, after all, have its own cognitive bias named after it. This optimism bias 
causes people to believe they are less likely to experience a negative event in their life than others in similar situations. The classic example given is the smoker who believes they are less likely to contract lung disease than other smokers and will go so far as to fabricate reasons for such. An optimism bias can cause us to take unnecessary risks in our lives and make decisions associated to those risks, so it is something to be aware of. But this bias notwithstanding, optimism is a positive thing. Optimism will propel us to push ourselves further than we, we may be capable of in that moment. It makes us strive to set and achieve an outlandish goal that many think is impossible to achieve. It gives us a confidence. We have more self-efficacy. We will generally have better self-esteem. Optimism empowers our imagination, and there is immense power there. The areas of the brain that respond emotionally to real events respond emotionally to imagined events, the events we think of. This is where meditation and visualization are very powerful. This illustrates the importance of building incredibly robust mental models. And one cannot be this type of architect without an optimistic filter. You have to see yourself doing great things. You have to envision yourself accomplishing great things. You have to strive to do incredible things. That's the only way you accomplish incredible things in your life. Greatness doesn't just fall out of a cloud and into someone's lap and then all of a sudden that person is great. We all have infinite potential. We all have to work to achieve it and to tap into it. And part of that work is setting incredible goals for us to strive for and to pursue. Optimism is also your bulletproof vest against criticism and judgment. So what exactly do I mean by that? Well, when you know something to be and you believe it with all of your, your heart, you just know it. So you know it like you know your name. And when you can build and forge optimism in your mindset, you can insulate yourself from destructive interference that people run at you. And people do it all the time. A lot of times they don't mean to. Sometimes they're not even aware that they're doing it. But optimism works to build that resilience. There are a couple of different ways we can all increase the level of optimism in our lives. It's a power and a habit of thought 
Some people get it through their religion and prayer. Some people get it through meditation. Others get it through just doing to create belief. And some do it just by thinking hard to change their thought patterns. Being optimistic and having a more optimistic mindset is a habit. It's a habit of thought, which means the more you do it, the better you'll be at it, the more it will happen naturally. And the longer you practice doing it, the more it becomes hardwired into your your mindset and how you think. If you constantly think that you're tied into the field of positive energy and you're connected to it, and you constantly say to yourself that I'm always going to focus on the best possible outcome in any scenario in my life, it will eventually take roots and start to rewire that thought process. You will be molding your reticular activating system in your brain to constantly look at and focus on those things. Now, if you're generally a pessimistic person, if you're cynical, if you're jaded, if you're always looking for the worst thing to happen, to happen, it's not going to be easy at first. But you know as well as I do that you've changed your mind on things in the past. You started looking at things differently after having certain experiences. Sometimes they were random. Sometimes they were reactions, powerful reactions to something, emotional reactions to things. Emotion tends to be a very powerful facilitator of change in behavior and in mindsets. But you also know that we have a top-down process when it comes to creating change. And if you decide right here and now to become a more optimistic person, you will be. And some of the steps that you need to go through to create more optimism in your life, to learn to be more optimistic, is first acknowledging that change is possible. You have to be open to the fact that you can increase more optimism in your life. And believe it or not, some people aren't. Some people do believe that they are who they are, they were born the way they are, and that they're going to die the way they are. And because that is their belief about themselves, that obviously becomes their reality and their self-fulfillment practice. So the only way to increase optimism in your life is to first know and then believe that that type of change is possible. If you're open to that change being possible, then challenge yourself to be more optimistic. Your focus is incredibly important in this regard. You may want to revisit episode 16 if you didn't take in the episode on focus. But when you decide to start challenging yourself to be more optimistic, 
your focus is incredibly important because now you have to consciously say to yourself, I am going to focus on the best possible outcome in any scenario in my life from this point on. It's, it's not the easiest thing to do. You may not even believe it at first, but if you say it enough times, you will be conditioning your mind and priming your subconscious to do that. Say to yourself, you're going to try on a new filter, a new pair of glasses, a new set of goggles. Literally say, I'm putting on optimistic goggles right now. Even if it's not how you look at things, say to yourself, this is how optimistic people look at it. Step outside yourself. This is the process of getting beyond yourself. If you can start to acknowledge the fact that optimistic people look at things in this way and it is different from how I look at it, that's a start. You just have to work on building the bridge to make how optimistic people see things the way you see things. You have to create a new default mechanism within yourself. If you are an admitted pessimist, you are going to feel powerfully awkward. You're going to want to disengage. It may make you want to scream. It is going to be incredibly uncomfortable and you will experience such a high level of dissonance that you may go running for comfort in the form of food, sex, alcohol, drugs, I don't know what. But sit with it. Sit with it. Sit with that discomfort because that is growth. This all means you just need more practice at it. You have to do it more often. If you recall our formation of habits, everything starts with that top-down process. Consciously be optimistic. Work through the discomfort. And eventually that optimistic filter will become hardwired and automatic and it will be your new default mechanism. There is no reason, no good reason that I can see, that anybody would not want to be more optimistic in their life. When we work to get beyond ourselves, sometimes that requires abandoning the old self. And this holds true with not just developing more optimism, but it holds true with trying to develop more gratitude, more abundance, more love. Whenever you're seeking to create change and great growth in your life, you have to be open to abandoning the old self. Because the old self is not serving you well enough if it's not letting you be more optimistic or have more gratitude or 
have an abundance mindset or experience more love and self-love and, and generosity and compassion. You really want to change in your life. You may have to bury the old self. Not everybody's going to be different. Some people can just add comfortably to their current self and grow. But some people have to be open to the concept of being born again and becoming this new person. If you, for whatever reason, feel like you can't be more optimistic in your life, you need to question that. Deconstruct the emotion behind it and ask yourself why. Because if you're more pessimistic, if you're a cynical person, if you're judgmental, if you're critical, you weren't born that way. You were conditioned to be that way. Maybe you've had life experiences that have molded you that way. That's very possible. But the same way you have had life experience that molded you that way, you can go and create life experiences that will make you more optimistic, more positive, more sure of yourself, and have more hope. I want to share a scary set of statistics with you on suicides in the United States. 45,000 people a year on average in the United States die from suicide. And there are close to 1 million attempts every year. This is compared to 17,000 murders on average in the United States. And well over 96% of the people who attempt suicide and are unsuccessful don't try to kill themselves again. So what does that tell you? Suicide is an incredibly impulsive act. And an overwhelming majority of people regret doing it, regret trying it, would not try to do it again. It's real easy to get lost in the moment of a survival emotion. We've all had that experience. I've had that experience. I'm sure many people have. I've never had an experience where I have lost complete hope, even for a second. Even in my darkest and my most painful experience in hours, hope has dwindled. But there were always flickers of it there. Sometimes, if that candle of hope becomes extinguished, it's easier to give up and get consumed by those survival motions, as we can see by the suicide statistics that we have in the United States. Work on developing more optimism. Make it a goal to create more optimism in your life, to be more optimistic as a person. Empower yourself. There are physical things you can do to be more optimistic. Standing with proper posture makes you more confident and, and more optimistic. 
there's been numerous research done by Amy Cuddy in her book Presence. She talks about power posing and, and, and movement of the body. Martial artists have been practicing this for 2,000 or so years where the, the movement and the poses and the motions of the body positively impact the mind, creating more optimism and confidence. Optimism is not something that is mystical. It is something that is very real, it is very powerful, and it's something that we can all create more of in our lives if we decide to do it. And there's no reason to not create more optimism in your life. Again, if you're leery or shying away from creating more optimism in your life, ask yourself, why? And if you can come up with a good reason why you don't work to create more optimism in your life, I would love to hear it. Direct message me at Elliot underscore ye at Instagram or shoot me an email at ParadigmLeft at Gmail. I want to know why you would not want more optimism in your mindset and how you look at things in life. Because having that optimistic filter completely changes what you see and how you see it and what you experience. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Paradigm Left Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, again, please feel free to direct message me at Elliot underscore ye on Instagram or email me at paradigmleft.com. If you have any inquiries about speaking engagements or workshops, you can email me as well. Thanks for tuning in. Take care.